Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey! Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. Let's go! The Morning Grind. Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Let's go! Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's June, it's the 19th of June, it's 2017, and it's a wonderful Monday. Back on the grind here on the baseball grind anyway. We got an awesome 11-game slate, which is actually a pretty big slate for a Monday if we think about it. But uh, really solid here, gonna run solo today, Siege on Vacation. Bobby Five be joining me tomorrow, and uh, we'll be breaking down that slate, but solo today. Some exciting news that we talked about on the podcast on Friday um, with our sponsor, Playdraft. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. We have some best ball NFL drafts, so make sure you guys are checking these out. All kinds of awesome... 12-man drafts there, best ball, you know, we have the slowed version, the fast version, however you want to play it. You know, there's all kinds of options, post leagues with friends, there's all kinds of ways to attack this best ball format, and um, definitely fun, a lot of fun, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, It's never too early to start looking at NFL stuff, and, um, you know, you could get a nice little edge if you do a little bit of research here, um, you know, at the start of the season right around the corner but today we're here to talk some baseball and um we're just gonna kind of just jump right in um we got cleveland at baltimore nine total here Corey kluber against dylan bundy this is one of the games that we were definitely going to be watching the weather um kevin roth will be talking about it so we'll have to pay attention to see what his weather report looks like but uh the weather Definitely not looking too great here at the beginning. We might have a delay and just see this game potentially start late. Corey Kluber, um, I think he has a lot of upside in this matchup. I was looking at his butt at ball profile before we got started to see just how you know good he was or how bad he was going to be here. You know, his batted ball profile lines up really good. against everybody but Machado and Adam Jones um you know one through seven JJ Hardy's had some success but um you know just looking at it I really do think this is a good spot for Kluber I think there's a lot of strikeout upside in this matchup Baltimore is a team that tends to strike out a bunch um so it's always nice to you know play them against strikeout pitchers we look at their stats against right-handed pitching this season. They're 21st in Team Woba against righties this season. They got plenty of power. They're going to be right up there with ISO and that stuff. But um, a, a team that, 
you don't typically see people pick on because they're really solid, but it was definitely a spot that we could take advantage of uh, a guy like Kluber. You know, on the other side of this game, Dylan Bundy, I, I think it's a terrible spot for Dylan Bundy. Um, you know, his XFIP is 593 against lefties compared to his 2.7 ERA, uh, 37% hard contact to lefties, really small strikeout rate at 12.4%. You know, his numbers against righties already, you know, not that good. His XFIP against righties as well, definitely behind. So we look at it. And, you know, there's some regression coming for Bundy, and he's already not been that great. So I think that this is a good spot to fade him and possibly take some of these bats. Um, Jason Kipnis doesn't profile well against Bundy's pitches, so I think you can stay away from him. Lindor, Brantley, Santana, really solid. Jose Ramirez, really solid against his batted ball profile. Um, Edwin, you know, E5 has been really good lately. He profiles really bad against the fastball speed of Bundy, but he profiles really well against the secondary pitches. So that's definitely something to note. Um, as far as Baltimore goes, like... Machado is a one-off just because of the batted ball profile is solid. I, I think Baltimore is going to be a team that I pretty much stay away from here on this 11-game slate on a Monday. Washington at Miami. Tanner Rorick against Edison Volquez. Um, we got a 9.5 total in this game in Miami, which is kind of interesting because we got two pitchers that don't typically get shelled. You know, we have Tanner Rorick who has... A 341 Woba against lefties this season, but his hard contact rate's under 30. His strikeout rate is not that good at 16%. And then we look at his numbers against righties, 288 Woba. Again, hard contact rate under 27%. The home run rate comes down against righties. He's getting a lot more ground balls against righties. You know, it's just not necessarily a spot that I want to target Rorick. Um, there's just not a lot of upside with him. And then on the other side of this game, Edison Volquez, you know, he's been really solid against righties this season. 263 Woba. His hard soft contact ratio is 0%, 23.6% soft and hard contact. So really doing a good job getting ground balls against righties this season. Um, the Woba, like I said, 263. And then against lefties, you know, we see the numbers start to creep up against lefties this season. You know, 357 Woba. A ton of hard contact against lefties, 41%. Strikeout rate under 20%. Ground ball, fly ball ratio becomes more neutral against lefties. So, you know, we're looking in the Washington lineup and we're looking at Brian or, yeah, Goodwin. Harper, Murphy, Weeders possibly as a catcher, an option here. Um, but I think that, you know, you just look at the numbers against the righties, Valquez, this season. And I think he's a guy you can stay away from with the righties unless you're fully stacking Washington here. Nine and a half total definitely suggests that the Washington stack is in play. Um... You know, for the most part, though, I think I'm just going to attack the lefties in this spot. On the Marlins side, don't ever mind Stanton. 
Um, but, you know, we kind of talked about Tanner Rorick being more of a ground ball guy against righties. So, you know, Justin Bohr is a one-off. D. Gordon is kind of interesting here. Um, he's a guy that I like in this spot. I think he could be under-owned in that leadoff spot. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Cincinnati at Tampa. Scott Feldman against Jake Odorizzi. I fell into, hey, let's play Jake Odorizzi last time out. And just watching this guy pitch, if he would have just started every pitcher with two balls, you know, he would have thrown 50 less pitches. Realistically, it was probably like more like 30, but man, just worked every batter in that game just a 2-0, and and he had a really good pitcher's umpire in that game so it was kind of frustrating there when you look at jake odorizzi um odorizzi kind of a reverse splits guy um throughout his career but we look at this season 327 woba against lefties not giving up a ton of hard contact against lefties at 23.5 percent ground ball fly ball neutral a little bit more of a fly ball pitcher which helps him in a ballpark like tampa and then we look at the numbers against righties this season, and you know, 307 Woba, almost a 45% hard contact, giving up a 2.3 home run per nine to righties. So this spot I think is really sneaky um, for a guy like Adam Duvall, who really hits the inside pitch well, and we know Oda Rizzi likes to work the inside against righties. Um, Suarez is another guy that hits the inside pitch well. So I think both of those guys are kind of interesting. Cozart cracks the lineup. He another guy that's potentially interesting here. Uh, it's a hitter or a pitcher's ballpark, so I don't want to go too crazy in this spot. You know, Scott Feldman on the other side of this game um, against lefties this season. Feldman, you know, he struggled. Three fifty-five WOBA, almost a thirty-two percent hard contact to lefties, giving up a bunch of home runs to lefties. Um, but we look at the numbers against righties, the numbers definitely start to come down. 312 Woba. Uh, the soft to hard contact ratio becomes about 4%, which is really solid. Doesn't give up a bunch of home runs to righties. So, um, when you're looking at the Rays lineup here against Feldman, I think it's the lefties. You know, it's Smith who can, you know, steal on anybody. The guy is extremely fast. Dickerson, Lomo, Rasmus. Um, I think I would avoid the righties in the bottom of this order, um, and we could potentially see we could potentially see Feldman pitch deeper into this game. Not saying that he's an option here on this slate, but when you look at it, if we're gonna see you know Souza, Beckham, Robertson, Norris, um, Longoria, that's giving him five righties here, so we could potentially see him limit the damage against these righties, pitch a little bit deeper into this game. Um, I haven't looked at pricing, as everyone knows. I talk about it all the time. I don't ever look at pricing until I'm, you know, fully done with research. Um, let's see, Feldman is sixty-one hundred on DraftKings. Is not the worst price in the world. The problem is, you know, these lefties have been really good this season, and you know, there's a potential where he's just going to get beat up by these lefties. So I think I'll pass. Um. I talked about the Reds' bats already as I was talking about Oda Rizzi there. So, yeah, we're moving on. San Francisco at Atlanta. This is the other game that you kind of have to worry about when it comes to weather. We'll have to kind of see. It's Atlanta. It's starting to get hot. 
we're starting to see these spotty rainstorms in Atlanta. We'll see these, you know, pretty much throughout the summer. So we'll have to kind of watch and see what Roth has to say about this game. Johnny Cueto against Ari Dickey. Nine total in this game. Cueto, a small favorite at 136. You know, as far as the knuckleball goes, BVP-wise, the Giants have not hit it very well. Um, Dickey was definitely a pit- different pitcher um, two, three years ago. The guy had an unhittable knuckleball. But we look at the numbers this season, and 380 Woba, 32% hard contact to righties. Still getting a pretty solid ground ball rate, but giving up a bunch of home runs and um, giving up a bunch of home runs to lefties. Limiting the hard contact against lefties, 351 Woba, 0% soft to hard contact ratio. So when we're looking at it, um, you know, not these guys, these lefties are definitely in play as far as you know, getting doubles and stuff, but I don't see a lot of home runs coming here, you know, from the left side. And Pence, Hill, Slater, these guys are really not big power guys. Um, So I I honestly, I don't know what I want to do with the Giants here. I like picking on Dickey. Um, Maybe a full stack if I make a bunch of teams, but... Outside of that, I don't know how much I would attack him. And then Johnny Cueto on the other side here. We look at Cueto's numbers this season. Giving up a bunch of home runs to lefties. 1.63 home run per nine. 36% hard contact to lefties this season. So, you know, you have a guy like Cueto. And the numbers against righties as well. Giving up a bunch of home runs to both sides of the plate here. Um, You know, and then let's dig into his profile a little bit. To kind of figure out what's going on, and we look, and it's just the swinging strikes are there. You know, the swinging strike rate against lefties is 13%. It's 12.6% against righties. But we look at the ex-WOBA, and, you know, it's even higher than the WOBA numbers. So, you know, I I worry about that. Um, You know, against lefties, he's throwing a lot of fastballs about 45% of the time. And um, you're just getting hit this season. So, you know, he's creating a ton of swinging strikes with his changeup. He's throwing it 25% of the time. He has a 28% swinging strike rate on it. So that's driving up the swinging strikes. And the same goes with righties. He's throwing it about 10% and getting 28% whiffs. So he's getting a lot of whiffs with his slider. But he's just not getting a lot of whiffs with the fastball. And um, one guy I know... Really stood out to me when I was looking at the batted ball profile for Cueto was Matt Kemp. Um, shockingly enough, Cueto throws about 54% fastballs to righties at an average of 91.5 miles an hour. And we look at that range for a guy like Kemp. And this season, he has a 625 with a 625 ISO with a 626 Woba uh, against that fastball speed. Let's look back a little bit. We'll look back at 2016 to get more of a sample size. And still, you know, an ex-WOBA 535, 224 ISO against that fastball range. So, you know, you just keep looking back and you keep looking back. And the stats just tell me that Matt Kemp crushes that fastball speed. So then we look at, you know, Cueto, like I said, throws about 30% sliders to righties. So, you know, how does Kemp do against the slider? And not a, not a bunch of power, but, you know, 350 Woba. So, 
we're seeing a good matchup here for Matt Kemp, a guy that could potentially be pretty over, pretty overlooked here on this slate. And um, I think he's actually kind of interesting here. So I think Matt Kemp's going to be a guy that I'm going to have on my GPP radar um, today as a contrarian play. And uh, the batted ball definitely suggests that he's in a good spot here against Johnny Cueto. I think Matt Adams is interesting as well. We talked about Cueto giving up a bunch of hard contact to lefties. Matt Kemp or Matt Adams has just been phenomenal um since getting traded over here and picked up by um the braves we look at the ball profile for him uh same kind of fastball speed against lefties like i said throws it about 45 percent of the time we look at matt adams and that fastball speed 333 iso 317 woba um so a lot of power there we, we know that Cueto loves to throw his changeup, um, you know, against lefties. And we see 380 Woba from Matt Adams with that changeup. So not a lot of power with the changeup. But I think this is a spot that Matt Adams could be um, a good little two combo here from Kemp and Adams um, against a guy like Johnny Cueto that should drive down the ownership of those two guys. Moving on to Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. Garrett Cole against Matt Garza. Nine total here. This game's in Milwaukee. Um, definitely a game that I'm going to target. Uh, we'll talk about it here in just a second. Uh, as far as Matt Garza goes, Matt Garza has been really solid against righties this season. As as crazy as that sounds, 287 Woba, 24% strikeout rate. Uh, giving up a bunch of hard contact, but not giving up a bunch of home runs because he's been able to you know, get a lot of ground balls. But we look at the numbers against lefties and 352 Woba, only a 7.8% soft contact rate, 36% um, hard contact rate against lefties. There's a lot of regression coming on these numbers against lefties for Matt Garza, the XFIP higher than the ERA by over a run. So if you're wanting to target Matt Garza with bats here, you're going to do with the lefties. Um, Polanco, probably my favorite lefty to play here. Don't mind Bell, don't mind Frazier, but it's really going to be a spot that I think Polanco is the guy to target here. Let's talk Garrett Cole in this spot. Um, you know, I pulled up, obviously I'd like to pull up the batted ball profile anytime, um, you know, a hard thrower is throwing against, uh, Milwaukee teams. And we look at it, Garrett Cole this season as averaging, about 52% fastballs against lefties this season at around 96 miles an hour. So, you know, not getting a lot of swing and strikes with those fastballs. 426 ex-woba uh, against the fastball this season. 406 iso. So his fastball is getting destroyed, and he just keeps throwing it. So we go to Eric Thames. I love talking about this guy. Um, that fastball in that range... He has a 357 ISO with a 570 Woba. So we look at the secondary pitches. Um, he likes to throw changeups and sliders to lefties. Change up this season. 364 ISO, 370 um, Woba for Thames against the changeup against right-handed pitching. The slider is where he struggled with power, but still a 472 Woba. So Eric Thames... Um, Definitely somebody that I'm going to have a ton of exposure to here. Really started to get it going um, again last week. Then we pull up Travis Shaw. He's another guy that just absolutely destroys 93 to 96 mile an hour fastballs. Um, you know, he just crushes that pitch just like Thames. 
We see with the changeup, he's really good against changeups. He's really good against sliders. I really like um, the Eric Thames-Travis Shaw combo here. Um, don't know if I would necessarily stack. They don't have enough lefties. Um, Eric Sogard's in play. Um, they don't really have a lot of lefties. Santana's a guy that could kind of destroy a rally there, but um, I, I do like the lefties here, the top you know, three or four guys, uh, Sogard, Thames, Shaw. Really like this spot uh, for those guys. They profile really, really well in this spot. Moving on, I guess I'm doing it a little different today. I usually um, usually will do pitchers and batters, but I guess I've been doing pitchers and then batters against that pitcher. Anyway, uh, we look at Marco Estrada here against Texas. Um, this is a really interesting spot for me. Because, you know, you're going to want to take some shots in tournaments today. You have a ballpark in Texas that is always tough to target in the summer because it starts to get really hot. Um, but we pull it up, and the, the batted ball profile for Marco Estrada is really solid here. Um, almost a 16% swing and strike rate against lefties. They're going to throw, you know, three, four, five lefties against him here. So that makes him interesting. You know, the Rangers are starting to get healthy, so I don't know how many people would te technically pick on him here. But, you know, we look at it, and the guys that have the big ISO numbers, Odor, 249 ISO against righties. He has a 24% strikeout rate. Um, Gomez, 212 ISO, 24% strikeout rate. Mike Napoli, 219 ISO, 29% strikeout rate. Joey Gallo, 307 ISO against righties, 35% strikeout rate against righties. So the big strikeout guys um, or the big power guys also have big strikeout numbers. So we look at it and, you know, I do think Marco Estrada is in play here in tournaments. Um, you know, Lucroy definitely brings the number down. Beltre, these two guys don't strike out a bunch, but everybody else on the team over 18%, um, you know, strikeout rate against righties this season. So, um, honestly, I think this is actually a pretty interesting spot uh, for Marco Estrada. I think he is definitely in play for tournaments here, even in the, the highest total game of the, the slate at 10.5. So, we say that, and, you know, the wind's blowing out at Wrigley, so we'll see if probably a higher total than 10.5 there. Austin Bevins, Dirk. Um, no. No, no, no. Um, you know, we look at his numbers this season. 367 X-Woba against lefties, 244 ISO, 7% swing and strike rate, so there's definitely some numbers there to watch against righties. 325 expected Woba with a 9% strikeout rate. So we look at it and... You know, his 2.31 ERA against lefties has a 578 um, XFIP with a 2.1 or 2.31 home run per nine. A lot of hard contact. There is some massive regression coming here. He has a 111 BABIP. So a lot of regression coming against lefties. Gives up a ton of hard contact to righties. You know, we look at it and we get Morales, we get Smoke and good ballparks. Love those guys. I really think the Blue Jays stack is in play here. Going to be popular. It's 11-game slate. It has a 10.5 total. They have the highest implied uh, team total on the slate as far as right now. So, But I do like Donaldson, Baptista, Morales, Smoke. Um, I think that's definitely a really strong way to approach the slate. Obviously, you can't play both of the first basemans on other sites, but... 
If you do it on play draft, you can do it in uh, arcade mode. You can play both the first basements to be a little contrarian. And you could do it over there on Fantasy Draft. So I do think that both those guys definitely in play. Don't really love a lot for the Rangers here. Um, the only thing that I would do is stack them if I was going to play them. But the batted ball profile definitely doesn't match them very well. And um, you look at the BVP, I think Estrada has really good BVP against them as well. So that matches the you know, batted ball profile there. All right, got me some water. Moving on. San Diego at Chicago. Clayton Richard, John Lester, no total. Obviously, there's no total because of the wind. It's just another day in Chicago. 12 to 13 mile an hour winds blowing out. We'll have to see if it's going to be gusts or sustained. We'll have to see what Roth posts on that. We get Clayton Richard here. Um... Richard's been able to get uh, a lot of ground balls against righties this season. Um, but there's some regression. Um, in my opinion, I guess really not regression coming to righties. Um, you know, 52% ground ball rate, 355 Woba, 33% hard contact. It's kind of right what you expect. You know, you definitely want to attack Richard with righties. Um, I would definitely not play the lefties against Richard. You know, you're playing them. You're really just hoping for one or two at-bats against the, um, you know, bullpen in that scenario. This guy has been excellent against lefties. 75-plus percent uh, ground ball rate against lefties. The expected Woba against lefties this season is 217. 12.71 swing and strike rate. Like, I, do, I like playing Rizzo against um, left-handed pitchings to be different, but I, I can't play Rizzo here. I can't play Hayward if he's in the lineup. Um, you know, I really would just attack the righties here against Richard and um, just hope those lefties don't go yard against the bullpen here. We look at the other side. We look at John Lester. Um, you know, I think Lester could potentially see some ownership here. If the wind is not too crazy, the numbers have been, you know, solid, nothing great for Lester this season. Uh, 344 Woba against righties, uh, 272 Woba against lefties, much higher swinging strike rate against lefties, which bumps up his stuff here. Uh, you don't want to play the lefties against Lester. You know, the guy has a 54% ground ball rate against lefties, 240 Woba. His soft contact is about almost 6% higher than his hard contact against lefties. 32% strikeout rate. The thing is, like, we're not going to see a bunch of lefties in this lineup. Um, this team can actually go pretty right-handed heavy. And when you dig into the stats a little bit more, you know, the numbers against righties, not so good, not as good as the lefty numbers. Um, you know, the XFIP is 336 Woba against righties. Hard contact is still solid at 27%. So, you know, uh, against righties, he's throwing his fastball and cutter a ton. Um, fastball about 41% and cutter about 23.5%. So, you know, using his sinker and curveball and change to kind of mix it up, really using five pitches against right-handed uh, batters this season. The problem is... The pitch he's using the most is fastball is just getting destroyed this season, um, you know, and you already know where I'm going with this. My boy, Hunter Renfro, um, firmly in play here. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, Renfro this season in, let's see, Lester throws 91 miles an hour. Renfro this season against lefties that throw 90 to 93 miles an hour, 375 ISO, 480 ex-WOBA. Um, so cutters this season, he's only seen two, so we don't have a sample size there against cutters. So we'll have to kind of gauge that, but he hits sinkers well. He hits curveballs well. He hits changeups well. Like Hunter Renfro against lefties, folks. Um, you know, I've been talking about it for a while now. Moving on, Boston at Kansas City. Hector Velasquez against Jason Hamill. Pick him game here, nine and a half total in Kansas City. We don't have a ton of information on Hector Velasquez. You know, we really only have eight and, eight and one-thirds innings. Um you know, he pitched in AAA this season, solid numbers, um, solid numbers in the Mexican League the last few years. I really touted this guy in his first start, and he really disappointed in that game against Oakland. He gave up six earned runs, uh, pitched in relief against uh, Philadelphia through three and one-third innings in there, um, only allowed one hit. That was more what I was expecting, my dude. Come on, Velasquez. That's what I was expecting. But anyway... We don't really have any numbers to go off of on this kid. Um, you know, it's the Royals. So, like, they're not a team that you typically just stack. So, you want to pick and choose who you want. Um, Bonificio would definitely be the first guy that I would look at in this scenario. Uh, Mike Moustakis is another guy. Lorenzo Kane is starting to warm up, so those would probably be the three guys that I would look at here against him. Um, and then Jason Hamill this season, you know, 339 Woba against righties, um, massive XFIP, massive ERA, massive stinkage, low strikeout rates, uh, really struggling with righties this season for Jason Hamill. Lefties, he's been a little bit better, um, you know, but the XFIP is suggesting, like, there's regression coming against lefties this season. So, we look at it. It's a big ballpark. You don't typically like Mookie Betts in big ballparks, but uh, Xander's starting to get rolling. Um, don't mind Mitch. Don't mind Benettini here. Uh, Jackie Bradley's been sneaky good lately, so I think you could look at a few options here on the Red Sox and Royals, but uh, definitely not a spot that I think I would stack too much up unless I was stacking the Boston side. Houston at Oakland, Brad Peacock against Daniel Gossett. Um, Brad Peacock did exactly what we kind of expected him to, you know, bounce back. You know, we talked about it on the podcast that day. We are kind of expecting a bounce-back game, and uh, we kind of got it. 24.5 or 24.9 DK points in that game was really solid. The numbers just continue to be fantastic for Brad Peacock this season. Um, you know, let's you know pull up his advanced stats a little bit here. Against lefties this season, he has a 281 ex-WOBA with a 13.68 swing and strike rate against righties. Uh, 218 X Woba with a 14.85 uh, swing and strike rate. I definitely like um, Brad Peacock in the spot. He gets a ballpark bump going from Houston to Oakland. The strikeouts are there. We know Oakland's a team that can strike out a bunch. Um, so I, I do think that Peacock is interesting here. Ryan Healy is smashing the baseball right now. Um, you know, he's just been a guy that is doing really well. 
So let's pull up his profile against Peacock's. Peacock throws his slider against righties 45% of the time. Um, looking at Healy against sliders from righties this season, 0.048 ISO, 315 X Woba. So I'd give the advantage to Peacock in that one. And then his fastball average is 92.6. And um, hopefully he doesn't throw many of those to Healy. Healy, uh, 444 ISO, 426 Woba. So, you know, it's going to be all about what type of pitches he throws to him in this spot. Um, you know, maybe he throws his two-seamer more than he throws his four-seamer in this spot. Because uh, Healy, against two-seamers this season, 133 ISO, 185 Woba. So it all be about pitches here that he throws to Healy. But um, I do think this is a good spot for Peacock. Um, definitely a pitcher that I have on my sheet here as a guy that I want to play in this spot. We know Oakland, you know, their active roster, their starting nine that's projected, has a 24.3% strikeout rate uh, against right-handed pitching this season. So... You know, Alonzo's been that guy. I guess we can link up his really quick. It's a solo pod, so I can kind of do what I want. Um, Alonzo. Yonder Alonzo against right-handed pitching. Let's see. Peacock throws his fastball 37% of the time um, in the 92 range. Let's see. Alonzo's smashing that fastball speed this season, so that's not good. Um, smashing two seamers, so um, you know against sliders, he's really struggling against sliders this season. Against changeup, he really struggles against changeups, um, and then knuckle curves. So if Peacock just doesn't get hit by Alonzo hitting the hard stuff, I think this is a good spot for him. The ballpark should definitely help as well. Um, let's see here. Moving on to the other side, Daniel Gossett. Um, very small sample size on this guy. We don't really have a lot of numbers. He threw three and one thirds. Got smashed in that start. Um, you know, I don't really expect much here against an Oakland team. He's a righty. You know, he struggled against Miami. Like, he got shelled against Miami. Six hits allowed, six earned runs in three and one thirds, two home runs, only one strikeout. We look at the AAA numbers and strikeouts, and they've been up and down uh, 5% in 2016 and then 11.1% swinging strike rate in 2017 in AAA. The whip is up there. The XFIP is not anything special. So definitely think Houston's in play here. The problem is um, just kind of getting an idea here. You know, Springer, Altuve, Correa, Beltran, um, all over 4K, and then Correa, Altuve, Springer, all over 4,900. So you're really going to have to pay up for these guys. So I could see not playing them just because they're going to be expensive, but I do think they're in good spots here. It's just all about uh, salary cap. Detroit at Seattle, Anibal Sanchez against Sam Javigilio. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, um, Anibal Sanchez should not be a starter in the Major League Baseball, but he is. And, you know, he struggles against righties. Massive struggles against righties. Um, you know, he's been pitching out of the bullpen this season. And uh, 507 MOBA, 55% hard contact rate against righties. 
So before I even did the show or got started with the pod, I was like, all right, what is this guy throwing? And he's just getting absolutely blasted and um, just relying on his fastball quite a bit here. He kind of throws a fastball sinker, fastball, and a sinker, um, all averaging um, in that 90 range. And we look at Nelson Cruz. <laughs> oh, buddy. 90 to 393 miles an hour this season. Nelson Cruz, 471 ISO, uh, 600 WOBA for Nelson Cruz. I, I really like Seattle here. I think they're one of the top stacks on the slate. They're a later game. Hopefully, we kind of get them overlooked here. Um, I, this is definitely a team that if I was playing like a three-entry max, I would definitely have um, a stack of Seattle here tonight. So, really like the spot for the the Mariners. And uh, definitely going to pick on Anibal Sanchez. On the flip side here, you know, he's been solid against lefties. Uh, Sammy Boy, we're just going to call him Sammy Boy because I obviously can't pronounce his last name. I'm not going to try. He's been solid against lefties. He's given up a bunch of home run and hard contact, though. I, the thing I wanted to point out, the dude has a 2%, 2% soft contact rate against lefties in 16 innings this season. So everything medium to hard contact against lefties. You know, Alex Avelia, we know, is a guy that's just been hitting the ball really well. Um, he's definitely a guy that I want to look at in this spot. And we look at Sammy Boy against righties and, um, you know, giving up a lot of medium to hard contact as well. But the, the soft contact's 22%, so it gets up there, um, you know, getting a lot of ground balls against righties. So could potentially see Detroit, you know, scoring some runs here. But... Um, you know, really for me, I think that um, Alex Avila is a good play. Even, you know, he's expensive at 4K, but he's probably the top top catcher on the slate, in my opinion. Um, you know, we'll get some nice value out of a guy like Brian McCann. Or you could go down, you know, to some of these other guys that are cheap. Um, Devin Mezzarocco continues to be that guy that's been a little sneaky good that nobody's playing that just, you know, home run or nothing. So always like guys like that at catcher. Last game of the night, New York Mets, LA Dodgers, Zach Wheeler against Clayton, the GOAT Kershaw. You know, you know, breaking down the slate and yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, Kershaw's just the best and he gets a matchup here against the Mets. You know, you look at it and... The Mets really aren't that bad against left-handed pitching this season. The numbers um, as a team, you know, the strikeout rate's 25%. Um, like Cespedes and Flores, really good. But if they roll out Jay Bruce, if they roll out Lucas Duda, like if they start rolling out these guys, you know, you're just going to see massive, massive, um, massive game here from Kershaw. So, think he kind of pitches around Cespedes in this game and just kind of cruises. Um, love Kershaw on the spot. You know, obviously he's the best pitcher on the slate. You're going to have to pay up for him at 13-5. Um, but you look at it, and um, he's definitely got the upside to give you 40. The price is up there. The price is up there. But you know, there's some solid value plays um, on this slate, so... I could potentially see a, a, a Kershaw uh, Peacock team um, do well in cash games here today. In tournaments, it's wide open to what you want to do. Um, we talked about Marco Estrada. We talked about Peacock. 
you know, if you want to get a big stack in and, you know, approach it that way, it's interesting. Um, as far as the other side of this game, Zach Wheeler, a guy that, you know, this season has been giving up a ton of hard contact. Like, to lefties this season, he has a 12% soft contact ratio. So, you know, medium or hard contact and 88%. So that's that's not good. And then uh, against righties, 24% um, soft contact ratio. So Zach Wheeler's been struggling. Um, let's see. Against lefties this season, he relies on his fastball a ton. Like a ton, 60%. Um, there's this curveball and slider a little bit, but man, the reason that this guy is getting smashed is just his fastball. Man. Like, Yasmani Grandal, we talk about him all the time, um, hitting very fast fastballs really well. So, this is a really interesting spot for a guy like Grandal, who's facing a guy that throws an average of 94 miles an hour against lefties this season. Grandal. Really solid power numbers when you start seeing that kind of stuff. But if he just commits to throwing Grindall a bunch of breaking stuff, you know, he definitely has the upper hand in that spot. Um, don't hate the Dodgers here. This guy relying on his fastball a lot against lefties. And um, we could see, you know, Bellinger, Jock, Yasmani, little four, five, six man, little three man stack do well in this spot. So. Don't hate the Dodgers. They're a late game, so we could potentially see some really lone stacks in these late games that are in um, really solid spots. Yasmini Grandal is 3K over there on DraftKings. Love that price tag. Bellinger, 52. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Jock's come back from the DL, and he's been hitting home runs. This is kind of what we've been expecting from this guy, so it's really nice to see him hitting some home runs, so... Maybe doing a um, little bit healthy here, and uh, we're starting to see him. And Yasiel Puig has um, actually, I think, hit all of his home runs this season against right-handed pitching, for what it's worth. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Got through those games. No problem. Um, I'll talk to the Siege. We'll do a play draft draft sometime tomorrow and post a screenshot. But, um that's it for the Monday slate. If you guys haven't checked our sponsor, again, make sure you check them out. Uh, playdraft.com backslash grinders for your 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Check out that best ball product. Really awesome. I'll be posting those bad boys all the time here. Uh, if you want to get into those, make sure you follow me over there on Playdraft at StevieTPFL. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm going to be posting these. I think they're awesome. I think it's awesome that we're starting to get some NFL stuff. And, um, I'm excited to get it checked out. So, as as always, guys, I appreciate you guys listening. If you haven't checked out the new lineup builder on the mobile app as well, you know, make sure you guys are checking that out. It's awesome. You make 150 lineups right there on the Rotor Grinders app and uh, input them right into DraftKings. So, make sure you guys are checking that out. That's it. We're going to get out of here for this Monday. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge. Try our free DFS Analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. 
What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 